The following has been brought to you by SJP World Media. Clash of the Castle, three weeks away. It's Trish Stratus coming back to the WWE. Let's find out. You're listening to In The Corner with Benny Mac. Unfiltered, uncensored, and unforgiving. Here's the man in the corner, Benny Mac. Welcome back to In The Corner. We've had a good couple of weeks. Heat wave after heat wave in this country. Let's face it, we could all do without it. Seems to be cooling up though, so hopefully we won't have too much of this <laughs> left to go. Typical British person, I know. Moaning it's too cold, and then we moan that it's too warm, but you know, you need it to be a certain temperature where you're not used to it, are we? <laughs> At least I'm not, anyway. Hope you're all doing well. Thank you very much for your support on the show, SJP Royal Media. Very much appreciate it. New shows coming out this week, I think, on SJP Royal Media. Got some new shows coming out, and uh, new presenters being added all the time, new concepts, new uh, shows, and uh, yeah, it's going to be cool. Hope you can uh, lock it in and uh, keep following us, really, so much appreciated. Yeah. As I mentioned at the top of the show there, Clash of the Castle, three weeks away, uh, we're still building towards that, obviously, as it stands right now, um, Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, and Drew McIntyre has been an absolute um, advocate for um, having a show in this country, and it looks like it's happening. Obviously, it is happening in three weeks' time. If you've got tickets, I want to know, actually, if you've got tickets. I looked at the tickets. My God, the prices. Um, I'd love to have gone, but uh, unfortunately, maybe, maybe next time, hopefully, maybe in uh, November if, uh, if everything goes well. Um, but yeah, let me know if you have tickets. Uh, I'd love to get some video footage from you going, whoever's going to see uh, Clash of Clash of the Castle in three weeks. Do you know what? It would have been really good because it's pretty much my birthday week that week and it's on the 3rd of September, so it would have been awesome to go. Um, but yeah, uh, tweet me at In The Corner WWE. Let me know what you think, what the experience is like. You know, just the whole atmosphere. I want to feel it, you know. I mean, I'm going to be watching live on the WWE Network, which is going to be so cool because one, it's in this country. And two, it won't be on at stupid o'clock, will it? It'll be on a decent time. I, I, I'm assuming around 8 p.m. here in the UK. I don't know, actually. I haven't looked. I should have looked before I came on the show, really. But there we go. Uh, but yeah. Um, so yeah, but on top of that, before we get into the uh, Raw recap, so a little change in how this show is going to be going, hopefully. Um, and hopefully it will stay like this. So Tuesdays, will it will come out like it is now, and we'll do the Raw recap and any news and stuff that's going on. And then on Saturday, we'll do the SmackDown uh, recap and any news going on as well and also we'll have the specials going on obviously leading into the clash of the castle our predictions our hopes our dreams is it going to be our wrestlemania clash of the castle do you know what i was watching some clips earlier today um and the uk crowd stuff some of the chants and the one i actually saw was um uh the crowd singing hey hey bailey what you want to be my i'm not going to sing it because it'd be awful um, need more followers for that. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was really cool to see. Um, and you know, we're, we're mental over here when it comes to, uh, to wrestling. Cause we don't get it, do we? We only get it maybe if we're lucky twice a year. Um, obviously with COVID and stuff, we haven't had it for a good couple of years. Obviously we have our local uh, promotions and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that. But WWE, I mean, I went to, in, um, 2009, I went to a raw SmackDown ECW taping and it was, uh, it was brilliant. I loved it. It was a great atmosphere. Now that I'm, I'm, I was on upper tier, but you know, it was still a great atmosphere. 
and the amount of people that are that are there. Um, obviously, they're there for the same reason you are, so you can sort of jowl with these people very quickly. Um, I'm going to turn my fan on, by the way, so you might hear that now because it's so warm in this room. Uh, there we go. Oh, so much better. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully it's going to be a good uh, a good show. It's shaping up to be. Um, the only match I know for 100% is obviously Roman versus Drew. We do have uh, uh, the Bailey, uh, Dakota Kai, Io Sky taking on Alexa Bliss, Bianca Belair, and Asuka. We've also got the WWE SmackDown Women's Tag Team Tournament going on at the moment. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. We've got some uh, women coming over from NXT 2.0 to compete in the tournament. Um, Dakota Kai and uh, Io Sky have already uh, gone to the next round and they have they will uh compete uh i think against oscar and uh um sorry who is it oscar and uh, i just said it i literally just said it oscar and um alexa bliss my brain is gone i'm reading all this stuff in front of me i've written down and not actually paying attention to what i'm talking about but yeah there's a tag team tournament going on at the moment and uh should be good there's also a uh um i believe yeah tomorrow night i believe tomorrow night there's a special heat wave event for nxt um Based on this week's Raw, there's been a lot going on in creative and stuff. So, obviously, backstage, we haven't really touched upon that on the show. Um, I'm going to try and bring in a, a guest for that because somebody else who knows the numbers a bit better than me and stuff like that. So, we're trying to get that sorted so we can talk about the actual backstage financial side of things and what's going on. And hopefully, that'll be on an episode soon. Um, but yeah, I, I feel I can't do it justice by myself, is what I'm getting at. Um, and also, but yeah. Clash of the Castle, three weeks away, and we also have Trish Stratus coming back to WWE, uh, apparently. Now, whether this is because Raw next week and SmackDown next week is going to be... Uh, no, SmackDown this week, I believe, and then Raw next week is going to be... Uh, they're all coming from Canada, basically. Um, but according to sportskedia.com, Trish made an announcement on her website on Twitter. She'll be making a double return to WWE this weekend. Canada will host WWE this upcoming week. Uh, and Stratus will be there in their, their hometown hero, obviously, as for, as of now. Uh, Strat- Stratus will be on the non-televised WWE live events on Saturday and Sunday, apparently. She's also mentioned that Alexa Bliss, Kevin Owens, and Dominic Mysterio will be on the show. Um, now, I don't know whether this is a actual, like, maybe it's just for the weekend because it's Canada. A lot of people are talking about um, her coming back full time. And, you know, maybe starting on the house shows is a good way to dip your toe back into this uh, lifestyle. If she is going to, I don't know. Uh, or is it literally, I think maybe we're, I'll believe it when I see it is what I'm getting at. Because let's face it, it's in Canada. Why wouldn't you have uh, Trish Stratus there? To be fair, it makes perfect sense, doesn't it? So, um, but yeah, she's going to be on the shows this weekend. And um, maybe she'll make an appearance on Raw next week. I have no idea. Um, as it is, obviously, in uh, Canada. Um so, yeah, hopefully it will be maybe, well, let's see. She's returning to WWE this weekend, but is she going to be coming back for a full-time schedule? We'll find out. Okay, so Raw recap. Let's get into it, ladies and gents. Now, Raw this week overall uh, for me was, don't get me wrong, three-hour show still, um, had its ups and downs, but there was a lot more positives for me than there was negative. So let's hope that... Um, uh, WWE, you know, whoever's doing, you know, if Triple H, you know, there's all there's all rumors going around. Apparently, Vince McMahon's still doing creative. I, I don't know, uh, but as far as I'm concerned, Triple H is doing it. Um, anything will, you know. It was that Vince Russo apparently said that, yeah, Vince McMahon's still running it really from the back. But you know, we'll see. 
I doubt it, but yeah, we'll see with everything going on legally and everything. Um, it makes sense for Vincent Mann to not be associated with the company that he built, let's face it, uh, along with others. Vincent Mann had the vision and, and he implemented it, but he had a lot of people coming up, whether it's from the wrestlers to the backstage to everybody that works at WWE, let's face it. Um, he couldn't have done it, but he can't wrestle himself, can he? Uh, but there we go. Anyway, some highlights I want to take from Raw this week. Uh, starting off with Dolph Ziggler. I don't care what anybody says. I'm 100% a Dolph Ziggler fan. Have been uh, for a long time. Uh, loved his cash-in. It's still one of my favorite moments in WWE history for me. Him cashing in that. I've said it before on the show. I loved it. Uh, but he takes on Theory this week, uh, one-on-one. Um, to be honest, a great match between these two. Uh, Theory's still trying to do his old ways. Uh, tries to cheat. Puts his feet on the ropes going for the cover. But the ref catches him, finally. Uh, but ultimately, a, uh, a great reversal from Theory leads to him hitting the A-Town down. It was a great match between those two. And Dolph Ziggler, for me, like I said, a workhorse uh, for WWE. Um, and um, hopefully now, maybe, obviously there's a lot of guys and girls that uh, deserve a lot more than they have done already. Um, we're, and so hopefully Ziggler is one of these people that can benefit from the current uh, the current creative team, hopefully. so And Dolph Ziggler's good. Um his promo skills are pretty good, but sometimes I think I feel like he needs a bit tweaking here and there. I can't quite place my finger on it, but in terms of his ring work, I, I, he's been freaking epic, to be fair. Um, and, uh, you know, he did start off in his spirit squad, in fairness, so he had a bit of an uphill battle, didn't he? Let's face it. But he's been, he's excellent, and he's been absolutely amazing. Um, hopefully, in the next 12 to 18 months, we see some big things. For To be fair, with Theory as well, I know he's uh, the heel thing going on at the moment, which is fine. He's a brilliant heel. Um, hopefully he can uh, carry that over um, into uh, into a good like you know next year run or something. When he's going to cash in, I mean we might see a cash of the castle. We could see it at any point. That is the point of the money in the bank, isn't it? Really, my worry is that we get um, to a degree. Maybe maybe Drew does walk out WWE undisputed Universal Champion, but uh, I can see a cash in happening or maybe an attempt. Can you imagine? Drew wins it and then loses it on the same night in his uh, essentially his home country. You know, that'd be quite be good for TV. Don't get me wrong, um, but the backlash from the crowd. I don't know. We'll see how the UK fans respond to Theory. I suppose. Um, I think he's good in the ring and he's good on the mic. To be fair, and he he plays that obnoxious little shit role. Um, <laughs> he is a little shit uh, role very well. So hopefully it's um, for everybody. There's certain talent on the roster now that I feel will benefit from. Triple H uh, being, you know, head of creative, if that is the case, which I believe it is. So we'll move on from that. Um, hard to believe that these two. This was the first time these two met, but Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles for the United States Championship. I can see Bobby Lashley now having a great run with um, the United States uh, Championship, then leading maybe in, down the line. Um, very quickly before I go into this match, I just realised I forgot something. Was there's rumours apparently. Um, so, uh, SmackDown is obviously on Fox in the US, and it's on, and Raw is on USA. Now, Fox generally, obviously, that's where Roman was because he was Universal Champion over there. Ever since becoming the Universal uh, Undisputed Universal Champion, sorry, uh, he's mainly been on SmackDown, and apparently, USA are have been kicking off about, or maybe both networks have. They want their own individual champion. So, there's rumors of, especially with Karrion Cross coming back, uh, with other things going on. 
that we might see a title split. I don't want to see a title split because we could just put the damn things together. Do you know what would be good? Bring that big gold belt back. You know what I'm about. The, the former WCW Heavyweight Championship, the former World Heavyweight Championship. I'd love to see that back. And do you know what? If they unveiled that as maybe, say, Raw's Championship or SmackDown's Championship, the crowd response, I, I can 98% sure, if they bring that big gold belt back, the response in the crowd will be absolutely up there one of the i reckon it'll be a great pop and it'd be amazing to see that championship back it's got so much history to it um obviously there's so much more than this but i'm just going to throw it out there very quickly obviously rick flair uh world heavyweight champion 14 time etc 16 time world champion sorry um so um you know it's just it's one of those bouts that i feel should come back um when they introduced the universal championship I didn't like the red belt, to be honest. I didn't really like it. This big WWE logo, I get it. It's good for promotion stuff. But um, I miss some of the old school belts. Let's, let's, maybe I'm uh, stuck in my ways a little bit. Uh, anyway, I regret, digress. Um, Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles. Apparently, first time ever. Um, I watched a bit of TNA back in the day. Um, I assume their times didn't overlap with each other. Because by the time Bobby Lashley went there, I assume AJ would have been in Japan you know, with a bullet club and everything going on. So, um, yeah, they may have just missed each other. I thought these two had faced each other. But according to WWE, they'd never faced each other before. Um, Lashley puts the US title on the line. Uh, the match is good. Uh, the match is really good, actually, to be honest. It's better than good. Um, the only thing that let it down for me was Miz and Champa do get involved. Um, AJ's on the outside. Just when Miz is going to attack um, AJ, uh, Dexter Loomis, again, makes another appearance through the crowd. Uh, security stop him before he can do anything. And they're portraying him as a fired superstar, which he kind of was, I guess. But obviously, if he was genuinely doing this every week, um, then they wouldn't show him on TV, would they? So, yes, a part of the story. It seems to be that Dexter Loomis is maybe gunning for AJ Styles. That's what it seems like is happening. Um, when this comes to a head, I have no idea, to be honest. Um, what we will we see any more next week? Will we see a uh, jump maybe at Clash of the Castle? I don't know what's going to happen with this Dexter Loomis thing, but he seems to be zeroing in on AJ Styles, um, which could be a great match, actually, to be fair. Dexter Loomis, uh, he's got that very Iceman cold, um, not Fang McFrost, obviously, for those who know, <laughs> but he's got that very Iceman look about him, like, you know, very straight-faced, um, the hair, the way it's combed, the moustache and everything. The moustache uh, is combed and everything. Um, very, It seems very precision uh, sort of thing. So what's going to happen, I don't know. In NXT, he had a good run. I believe he was engaged in NXT or married in NXT. Again, I didn't really much watch much of 2.0. I've seen bits and bobs of it, so I know a few of these people. Uh, I need to get back into it, really. Um, but when you're watching three hours of Raw and then two hours of SmackDown... That's a lot of wrestling, you know, and um, so, yeah. But, yeah, AJ Styles comes close to winning, but uh, after a massive spear from Bobby Lashley, uh, Bobby retains the US Championship. Um, and as, again, going back to what I said, it would be quite cool to see maybe Lashley have a great run with this title, have him sort of dominate for a while. And then, you know, like I said, you can make anybody, really. But I know there's only so many people that can be world champion, right? So Bobby Lashley is... Um, getting great response from the crowd at the moment, the hurt lock and everything. It's, it's brilliant. He's doing some great stuff. And um, it was great to see Bobby Lashley as WWE champion as well. Um, so, yeah. But we'll see whether these bouts get split. Apparently, that's the way maybe there's been meetings with networks saying, because obviously you've actually got um, 
you've actually got wrestling on opposing networks now. It's beforehand, everything was on USA Network, I believe. So now Raw's on USA and uh, SmackDown's on Fox. You've actually genuinely got two networks competing. So it both, so ironically, WWE have made legitimate competition amongst themselves now because you've actually got one show on a different network to the other. So maybe maybe we could see a different way. Uh, I also saw a rumor or hope possibly would uh, could we see Eric Bischoff come back to WWE? Maybe help with uh, creative. Poor, I tell you what, Triple H, Paul Heyman, and Eric Bischoff. Those three get their heads together. Maybe with Triple H being the sort of the ultimate. Because you, I think your feel is what happened with WCW was you had too many people calling the shots. You need one person to go yes, no, yes, no, um, and have these ideas thrown around with a bunch of people. But ultimately, you have one guy. So Triple H, I feel like, is a guy that will legitimately, legitimately listen to your idea and um, actually take on maybe some of the elements of it and sort of mould it in a certain way. So I feel like you sometimes you need someone to... Otherwise, you have too many people trying to do the same... Too many different things at once, and it can be a bit convoluted. So, yeah. Um, if Eric Bischoff came back backstage, that'd be amazing. Paul Heyman, obviously, great on the mic. Uh, took a great bump at SummerSlam. Um, so, yeah. Who knows what's going to happen? Let's see what happens, I guess. Um, so I want to move on quickly because... Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre, they both cut brilliant promos. Um, uh, Drew saying that he's got a bit of back injury and stuff. And uh, yeah, that is, he said that's true um, because I've been carrying 20 men for the last, I think it was five years, which was a damn sort of moment. Um, and then Kevin Owens coming out. And it seems like Kevin Owens is allowed to be, be to be Kevin Owens now. Um, whether this is, it's just a long time coming this, to be fair. They both cut brilliant promos. Um, I think we're starting to see now things change in WWE. and Not dramatically, but subtly we're starting to see them happen, especially in this episode of Raw. Um, and I believe like long-term stories are starting to be in sort of, we could see Kevin Owens in six months be a challenger maybe. So if Drew wins, we could maybe see, even if Drew doesn't win, we could see Kevin Owens possibly next for Roman, possibly. Um Again, we might have this title split. We might have a new title coming in. I don't know. Um, this is just rumours at the moment. These are all speculation on my part, obviously. Um, but yeah, I think we're starting to see some long-term sort of, uh, you know, we're, we're laying the foundations for future stories by the looks of it, based on what I've seen on Raw. Um, if you have a chance to see the full segment between Kevin Owens and Drew McIntyre, I recommend it. It was really good, um, really passionate. You can feel I, I felt it watching it. Uh, and the fact that uh, Drew McIntyre let's shut, says to Kevin Owens, I don't care if you're a prize fighter, a sports entertainer, whatever you are, let's just wrestle. And I don't think I've heard the, the wrestling word. If you hear it on WWE, it's very rare. Um, you know, it's the following contest. You know, it's a sports entertainer. They don't call them wrestlers and they haven't for a long time. Um, and hopefully we'll get back to that sort of the wrestling of what made us all like and the stories that go with it that we, that we all f- liked when we were younger and uh, you know and, and our youngsters hopefully will get to see some great long-term stories um not every story needs to be long but sometimes they you can just have them you know sure michael's um chris jericho i want to say about what was that 2007 ish 2008 2009 something like that um maybe 2010 uh had a great story leading all the way up and i think it ended up culminating at um 
was a great ladder match, wasn't it? I want to say No Mercy. Um, it's been a while since I've watched it, but it was a great story. Um, while Triple H was in charge of Creative NXT, we saw Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano. That was a great story between those two. That lasted a f- 18 months overall. Now they sort of like, it, they would always sort of touch upon it and they'd come back to it and then they'd go away from it and then they'd come back. To, and it was just really good. And eventually it came to a, you know, to an end, but it was, it was good. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see Tommaso turning on Johnny Gargano. I actually, I remember watching that uh, NXT takeover and I actually left the room. And all of a sudden I heard the reaction in the living room. I was like, what's going on? What's going on? And then uh, Tommaso Ciampa had rammed Johnny Gargano and like turned out I did not expect, I left the room thinking the show was over and it wasn't. And they caught me off guard completely. Um, so yeah, it was really good. Uh, also talking about long-term stories, uh, Seth and Riddle was due to take place at SummerSlam. And although at the time I was disappointed uh, to not have this match, uh, me and NGB said that we thought this could be possibly one of the matches of the night. Um, the fact that we are seeing these encounters with Riddle and Seth um, now, I'm glad I, uh, I'm glad they didn't do it, and I'm and I can't wait to see these guys go one on one. Um, so Riddle does make an appearance on Raw. He's supposed to be injured, or you know, a stinger. They said he had. Uh, I think it was a, uh, it was. I don't. I couldn't understand why they did that. If that was a story, maybe it was a genuine injury. Maybe it was something else, just to let him heal up. Maybe for a couple of weeks. Who knows? Um, uh, but Riddle appears on the Tron uh, with Seth in the ring uh, from his home and uh, and delivers some good news. He's medically cleared, and he says he's gonna. Next time you see Seth Rollins, he's gonna. You know, he's gunning for him basically. Um, I was worried when Riddle um, about Riddle when Orton went down injured because I thought that he might get lost in the shuffle, especially with this new creative. Uh, you know, everything going on with the company. Um, but RK Bro was slash is a great team. And with Randy out, Riddle, for me, has uh, his stock has just soared. Um, but yeah, I think Riddle's doing really well. And again, another future. Um, he held his own against Roman and stuff like that. Had a great match on SmackDown uh, about a month ago. Um, so yeah, I can um, I can see uh, Riddle being a player, you know, in the next, well, even to be honest, in the next three, four months um, in terms of, uh, you know, in that he's on, he's, 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 for me, he's on the cusp of main event. And I think going against someone like Seth Rollins is going to make or break him, so to speak. Um, uh, so, yeah, so, yeah, uh, Riddle's um, saying that he's going to be cleared. And when he sees Seth, he's going to get him, basically. Uh, as it turns out, Riddle was uh, not home. He was backstage and uh, basically caught out Seth Rollins. When his music hit, the crowd response was awesome. Um, managers have a bit of a scrap with um, Seth. It almost turns bad for Riddle again, but it manages to reverse it. Uh, Seth ends up running away and uh, Riddle does pursue briefly through the crowd then stops on the stairs turns back and a great crowd response and I can't wait to see what these um, these guys do I mean I, I will say I feel that even two months ago this is a kind of story that could have been on TV one week and just gone the next so actually having it not happen at SummerSlam I feel that Rollins Riddle match when it happens it should be on a pay-per-view I think as well um, has potential to be a brilliant match and could set up future future title matches and rivalries as well, you know, because you can build up a rivalry, you can go away from it and bring it back maybe, you know, a bit later. Um, my final sort of note, really, Raw overall, I think I'll tell at the top of the show, really, to be honest with you. Um, Raw over the, overall this week, uh, top to bottom, was a pretty decent show. Um, hopefully this is a sign of uh, things to come. Um and it will, you know, hopefully get better and better every week. It's not going to be like click your fingers and, 
you know, it's going to be amazing. It's going to take time to build characters, stories, and see where this is going. Um, in terms of like Clash of uh, Clash at the Castle, sorry, I'm excited for that. Biggest pay view for we've had in this country probably since I think it was sometime ninety three or something like that. I mean, we used to have those pay per views like Rebellion and Insurrection and stuff, and they were good. But they were just stop gaps until you want to continue the story over in the States, wasn't it? So um, uh, one thing I didn't mention was quickly is that um, the Judgment Day uh, still sort of uh, pursuing Edge and uh, or they vice versa. There's a bit of that going on. Um, uh, obviously, with um, Raw being in uh, Canada next week, Edge is going to be taking on Damian Priest one-on-one. Obviously, in Edge's hometown, that has the potential of being really good. I'm going to go out on a limb here very quickly and say I feel like maybe Dominic Mysterio, after the mistaken spear and everything going on, could potentially be... I mean, I mean, how, how cool would that be if he joined the Judgment Day? And then you, then you have a story now of Ray trying to get Dominic to listen to reason and move him away from the Judgment Day. I know they've kind of teased it a bit, but to actually see it happen, that would be really cool. Um, Damien Priest delivered a good promo on this week's show as well. Um, and even though you feel like Finn Balor could be considered the leader of Judgment Day, none, no, I don't. I, I don't feel like any of them really are. Uh, and Damian Priest is just getting better on the mic and stuff. So um, great potential there. Uh, great potential for Finn Balor as well. So um, uh, the match between because Drew and McIntyre and Kevin Owens did have a match. Sorry, uh, it was really good. Uh, Usos got involved and it came back and forth, um, ended in a DQ. Um, we're yet to see. Uh, we obviously we're building to clash of uh, clash at the castle. So, um, what happens next week is uh, anyone's guess. But I would say if you can see that promo between um, um, Drew and Kevin Owens, uh, I would recommend seeing. I might have a clip here actually. Let's see if I can get this to work. There's a little bit here. Um, this is just towards the end of the promo, I think. I know exactly who the hell I am. Someone recently called me the chosen one. I was the chosen one 15 years ago. Then I got fired. Then I had to work my ass off, earn my way back to this company. I didn't call WWE. They called me, and I've worked my ass off every day since. I'm a two-time champion. I beat Brock Lesnar, Goldberg, Randy Orton, everyone that stood in my path. Don't you dare look me in the eye and pull that BS again. I tell you what, if you have not seen it um, yet, and you, I would recommend watching that full segment. It was so good. It was so good. It really was. Um, uh, one of my favorite moments was Riddle or Seth. I can't wait to see this pan out. Um, the AJ Styles, uh, Bobby Lashley match. Um, it, it, it could main event any show, to be totally honest with you. Let's have both top class uh, stars. So maybe we'll see more of that down the line. But for me, seeing Dolph Ziggler, like I said, workhorse, um, uh, it's brilliant, and hopefully, big things to come for everybody over there in uh, in WWE. And uh, hopefully, it's uh, it's just going to get better. I'm hoping. I really hope, and I'm really optimistic about it getting better. Uh, but that's it for this week. Thank you very much for listening to the show here on SJP World Media. Thank you very much. Uh, join me again. Hopefully, well, it should be Friday for the SmackDown recap and any more news coming out. And soon we'll be doing the Clash of the uh, Clash of the Castle predictions. Get your predictions in soon. We'll do the full match card in about a week or two's time. Well, the week before Clash of uh, Clash of the Castle. But thank you very much. This is Benny Mack and in the corner here on SJP World Media. See you soon. <laughs>